0: With you, Susan Rosen.
1: Hello, everybody. This is your host, Susan Rosen. I know it's February, but I thought that I would talk today about SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. I actually did a podcast about SAD in January of last year, that was 2020, but since it is seasonal and it's that season again now, I thought that I would take the time to talk about it again, and I thought it was especially important since we're all in this kind of depressed place having to do with COVID-19. So SAD, S-A-D, is a form of depression, but it is directly related to the winter months here in the Northern Hemisphere and summer months if you're down in the Southern Hemisphere. If you haven't heard of it, don't be surprised as most people haven't heard of it. It's a direct result of seeing less sunlight during the darker times of the year for wherever it is you happen to live. Some people call it the winter blues or they just feel blah, but don't know why. It isn't understood completely. In fact, it's not really understood very well at all. But, and that was a good but, huh? It is thought to have something to do with disrupted levels of serotonin, which is a type of brain chemical that acts as a mood regulator. And along with melatonin, a hormone that supports our wake and sleep cycles, the two combine to make people feel out of sorts, out of balance and depressed. In some extreme cases, people even start to think about suicide. Other symptoms can include low mood, low energy, oversleeping, social withdrawal, trouble concentrating, and overeating. It is thought that up to 5% of the United States population has SAD symptoms for five months a year on average. Needless to say, it's very disruptive to these people's lives and the shorter the days get where they are the worst, the sim- that the symptoms get worse. Now, let's add to the seasonal depression, the ongoing COVID-19, which I mentioned, this lovely emotional roller coaster we've been on for almost a year. And it's not surprising that there are more depressed people who are also starting to act out and be disruptive. I wonder how much of this is related to prehistoric times when human beings didn't go out as much during the winters and dark days, hibernating ourselves. Our systems would slow down and we would sleep more and expend less energy. It kind of fits a lot of the usual symptoms of the SAD syndrome. There are quite a few different things that are used to help people with SAD. One is a light box that provides light therapy. And if you have this light box, you're supposed to sit 16 to 31 inches away from it and have it positioned above eye level, which simulates the sun coming down on us from above. The users sit with it for about 30 minutes in the morning. And the fluorescent bulbs emit a controlled but very bright amount of white light. And that light gets lower as the day goes on until it's so low that your brain knows that it's time to sleep. There's another kind of light box that is called a dawn simulator, which emits low levels of light in the morning that gradually brighten to room level light over 30 to 60 to 90 minutes to awaken you and reset your body clock, which is essentially what we do normally. Some people use both light boxes together. Now behavioral therapy and antidepressants are also sometimes used on a seasonal basis. And I'm assuming that as it is with most people with depression and other problems, the solutions are not a one size fits all kind of thing. From a different perspective, There are some people who try to use nutritional solutions instead of the lights, antidepressants, or behavioral therapy. But it seems that that isn't a good way to go because this isn't truly a nutrition issue. Needless to say, eating a nutritious diet is a good thing overall, but it doesn't provide an actual solution by itself. So last year in 2020, There was a systematic study review that among other things looked at the impact of low vitamin D, that's in David, levels on increased risks of depression during the winter season. There was no significant difference between the group taking a high dose of vitamin D and the group taking a placebo for 12 weeks. There was also a study that looked at using supplemental vitamin B12, which had very similar results. In essence, it didn't help either. The review also looked at people, was looking at studies, because this review essentially was a review of all of the studies that are out there looking at SAD. This other study looked at people with SAD who had strong cravings for carbohydrate-rich foods. And there were randomized controlled trials that found that eating more carbohydrates did not help improve SAD symptoms. And it actually <clears throat> contradicted the previous accepted wisdom from the 1990s saying that a high carbohydrate diet would increase levels of serotonin and thereby alleviate the SAD issues. So in essence, it. Counteract not counteracted, but it said that this old wisdom that people were saying, not based on anything, but that it really doesn't work. They also found that people with SAD eat significantly larger dinners and do more evening snacking than those without SAD. And people with SAD are also at an increased risk of engaging in emotional eating binge eating, and other eating disorders. At this point in time, there really isn't much high quality research being done on how nutrition might be able to help with SAD symptoms. In fact, at this point, there are no good studies identifying or describing the underlying causes of SAD. And without that, it's very difficult To try to create solutions for managing seasonal affective disorder with food or anything else at this point. I know, not a very uplifting podcast, but as I said earlier, sad is a form of depression. And in these days when so many people have mild to severe COVID related depression, it may be difficult to see when or where sad is making COVID related depression even worse or vice versa where COVID is making sad worse. So please look out for your friends, your coworkers, and your family, as well as yourself, and help them and support them if they develop either or both of these depressions, or even if you develop either or both of these depressions. That's the end of this podcast. And as usual, I will say that I am not a medical doctor. I do not dispense, and this is not any kind of medical advice. And please go see your own doctor or the emergency center if you are having any kind of medical problem or emergency. Hope you have a good week ahead, and I will talk with you again